Well, welcome to the podcast for Jolly Roger. We finally have come up with a name for it. We're going to call it Jibe Talking. We can talk a little bit more later about what a jibe is. And maybe I'll tell you a story about almost knocking one of the instructors in the water with, with a jibe. But we're broadcasting to you live from the beautiful Ottawa River, banks of the Ottawa River here at the Jolly Roger Sailing Club. And we'll talk a little bit later about where we're located. And we'd love you to come and visit us. We have some fun members. And tonight we have two of our newest members. And I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So, um, oh, you're going to start with the husband? Is that what you're nodding over there? This is the only time I've already heard Katie, I should say, be so quiet. <laughs> She's kind of shy and, and, you know, we're trying to get her to get a little more outgoing. So, what? <laughs> Her husband is laughing so hard and he's muted right now. But anyways, <laughs> we're going to start with your husband. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us whatever you want to do. Like, what do you do for a living or, you know, who mows the grass? Whatever you want to say. Okay. Uh, my name is Chris Buckholz. Uh, I'm actually a, a music teacher. Um, I teach in Sylvania. I teach 6th, 7th, and 8th grade band and orchestra and general music and all kinds of weird stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's been a real pleasure to be here at, uh, at Jolly Roger and and uh, my wife actually uh, fell in love kind of with sailing. And, and so we ended up coming to, uh, uh, <laughs> coming to terms with the fact that we needed to buy a boat. And, <laughs> and Jolly Roger showed up and, and, uh, and they were pretty amazing. And, and uh, so we just we fell in love with sailing. And that's why we're here. It's why we're new members. And, and uh, yeah, I wish I could sail for a living, to be honest. <laughs> Okay, you don't, you know, you guys can just talk. It should be a normal conversation, you know. And just so, who are you? Well, I'm, I'm uh, Katie Buckholtz, um, the uh, the other part of this pair. We, um, yeah, we, um, I went on my first uh, sailboat uh, in July in Camden, Maine, and just thought, my goodness. I've lived on the banks of Lake Erie for about 16 years now, and why haven't we done this sooner? So, um, happened across a, uh, or Chris found a Craigslist post about the adult sailing class. And so we were like, all right, that'd be a, a great couples activity. So, uh, adult sailing class and several race nights on the Ottawa River with the Interlakes and the Catalina 22s and one boat and a life vest for our dog later. And here we are. What do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? Yeah. Think about boats. No. <laughs> you sound like me. I, if, I'm at, if I'm at work, I'm either watching boat videos or or reading about sailboating and, and finding out why I can't make my boat go as fast as Don Karsten, which everybody doesn't know who he is. But he is a legend he here. He is a legend. And he, he will be coming. So do you work outside the home? Uh, nope. I actually, I work, well, I work at home. Um, and it's a, uh, I work from home, I should say. Prepositions matter, I guess. Um, so I work from home. Not I'm, to me. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm a uh, quality pro payment program um, consultant for uh, physicians and clinics across the U.S. So I, I don't really know what that means. She, I don't either. She had to explain that to me. She's basically uh, she's like a <laughs> H&R block for doctors when they want to get paid by the government. So you, Ooh, you'd think important. that we'd be completely out of debt and doing well, 
That is not the case. Uh, <laughs> you, know. you, said, you said you have a dog. What kind of dog do you have? Oh, Haley May. She is a rescue pup. She is half English, half French bulldog. At least that's what we were told. And um, yeah, she is. She's a trip. She's just this 32 pound brick on four legs mm-hmm. and is just uh Chris and I, we, we don't have kids. So she's our, uh, our fur kid. You do have a kid if you have a dog. Trust me on that one. I I got a new dog. It's a it's a paranoid retriever. He brings back everything because he's not sure what I threw him. But anyways, okay. Nice. That's a bad joke to start with. My wife's my wife's over there shaking her head, saying, "We know that's going to be edited out." No, no. And my wife's name is Lisa. I always like to throw that in there just so she gets on the air. That's probably going to have to come out too. So, so, so you went to learn to sail classes and you found them on Craigslist. It seems to me that that's that's been pretty popular. We've had a number of people um, find um, classes on Craigslist. Now, who now? D, or who was your instructor? I guess probably was Neil, right? No, we actually, well, wait, Neil did the class. Yeah, you but, can't um, understand what he says anyways with that accent, <laughs> half the oh, stuff he guy. says. But anyways, <laughs> so who was your on the water person? Uh, Jan and Hank. Oh, they're wonderful oh, people. Oh, they're fantastic. They have helped us so much. And that's just one of the just amazing things with the Jolly Roger Sailing Club is just how much the members love to sail and just love to share how much they enjoy it. And they're just so helpful and so kind. And just, I mean, everyone for like Neil, Jan, Hank, Phil, Dan, Don, Ken, oh my goodness, just so giving and so, so caring. It's wonderful. What was your question? Oh, you answered it perfectly. <laughs> Did you guys get to go on Jan and Hank's boat? Yes. Yes. And Chris docked it. Did he? Yeah, he did. That was a very, <clears throat> they have a 36 foot boat. Yeah, I know. I've been on it. Absolutely beautiful. <laughs> it is gorgeous. And for some reason, Hank was feeling uh, very, very brave and <laughs> let me on the wheel. And uh, <laughs> I had never docked a boat before, ever. And they were kind enough to uh, to teach me how to do it. So uh, they let us go out. They taught us all kinds of stuff going up and down Lake Erie. It was wonderful. And uh, as on-the-water instructors, they were top-notch. I don't think we could have asked for anything more. No. They are very good, and they were good with Lisa and I on the water. But I'm, I'm going to confess to you that um, when I first met Hank, he kind of scared me. You know, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, he'd come on my boat and before we'd go out, he'd inspect the whole thing, you know, and he'd, he'd walk down below and he'd check everything out and ask me where everything was. And one time I was missing a some kind of a screw off of something. And he said, he said, hey, you know, you're missing a screw. And I said, no, I didn't know. He goes, you should pay attention to this stuff. I was like, sorry, dude, you know, but he is. They are excellent sailors. Um, My wife and Jan hit it off like crazy. And um. Uh, his wife likes to, when the boat is heeling over, and for those of you who may not know, that means tipping over a little bit. She just likes to stick her hand in the water. Well, she taught my wife to do that. And now, you know, anytime we go somewhere, you know, she has to reach over. She did it in the ocean when we were out in San Diego. She's sticking her hand, you know, dragging it along the side. And I'm like, Aah. you know, and I consider myself real bold. But all I could see was her going in and being shark baiting. Anyways, well if, well, if you're Don, uh, you'll simply be corrected and they'll tell you, hey, you're you're creating drag. You're slowing us down. Get your hand inside the boat. <laughs> so you've sailed with them. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have. I got I was I was I got to be on the uh, 
uh, Rum Runner. Rum Runner. Oh, uh, it was it was amazing. I, I but it's a big lie. There ain't no rum on that thing. <laughs> I know, right? False advertising. But oh man, but I, I've learned so much just from. He's an amazing oh, man. Yeah. First of all, he's an amazing person. Yes. If anybody here in the club doesn't know Don Karsten, and if you haven't met him, you ought to seek him out. He's a wonderful man, and he has a wonderful boat, doesn't he? He does. He what yes. did you learn? Any tips from him? Yes. You don't talk about anything except the race five minutes before the race. Also, I cannot operate the clock for the race. I couldn't either. I couldn't figure it out. And, and oh, man, I was. Yeah. I thought this was going to be like a fight club comment for a second. <laughs> First rule of fight clubs. We don't talk about fight club. That's where I thought you were going with that. We don't talk no. about anything before the race. No, except the race. Unless it's the race. And then and I knew he was serious. Well, the first time I met Don, they, they said, I said, hey, I want to go for a race. And they go, okay, we'll go down there. You see that older gentleman? Yeah. They said, go get on his boat. So he introduces himself, and he has a, a guy that cruised with him named Kiri. I don't know if you met him. Fabulous sailor. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll race the whole time, never speak, and clean up on everybody. So I get on his boat, and I hear Kiri go, Don, do you have any duct tape? <laughs> And as I get on the boat, the mast is falling into the cockpit. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I don't know, but this might be one of those, like, you know, kind of harassment, what I want to say, hazing jokes, you know? So I get on the boat. So I go down below, and, and Don says, no, don't stand there. You might go to the bottom. So I'm like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm in for. And then the race came, and I was so amazed. He just is just, just amazing, amazing, amazing person. So if anybody here, if you've never met him and you ever have an opportunity, grab it. You will learn so much just from observing him. And he's such a gentleman and is a wonderful guy. Well, let me just ask you a question. We're starting to get some younger people here at the club. And, and I would say you guys would go for that. You know, you're not like a lot of us dinosaurs here, you know, um, I mean, if y'all met Phil, you know, I mean, oh, you know, he's a dinosaur. I have Phil to mention Burn. his name because he's gone and, and, and he always gets after me. In fact, in this week's Skullduggar, if you look, he mentioned me, he used some big word and in parentheses that said that is true to a, a true term, a real term, Ted, because he knew I was going to look it up anyhow. <laughs> but what, what appeals to you here as younger people? Because if we do not have younger people coming to the club. This club will not make it. You know, the people recording tonight, Trey, is what I would consider in the younger group. And w what is there here to appeal to a younger person? Because typically people think of a boat club, a sailing club, you know, a bunch of old people, you know, sitting around that can't do anything, you know, or whatever. And and, and that's not really what goes on here. So what, what do you think attracts, would attract a younger person to coming to our club? Well, <clears throat> just speaking personally. Um, I always viewed boat clubs as, uh, as kind of stuffy and, and I always thought they were, you know, for people that frankly have a lot more money than we do. And, uh, I'm not in that group. Either. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm with you. And so, um, when we came back, um, from Maine that, that piqued our interest in sailing and we came back and we found the classes, um, when we first showed up to the classes, one of the things that attracted us was that there were so many different kinds of people taking the class. There's fathers and daughters together. There's couples. There's bucket list people. There's people who are, are way younger. There was a teenager who had incredible sailing experience. 
Um, and so all different kinds of people were learning about sailing and learning to do it. So that was a huge, a huge draw. Um, and then as we looked around more and more, whether they were older, younger, or our age, um, we started to notice that they're in the same, same frame of life that we are. And we don't have a boatload of money sitting around. Um, and so they don't either. And it was very specifically brought out to us that Jolly Roger was not a yacht club. It's a sailing club. And to be honest, if you're a real sailor and we're finding this out more and more, if you really love sailing, it doesn't matter what you're sailing as long as you're doing it. And so the, the, the one design races on, on Thursday evenings have been fantastic. And, uh, those two things in tandem, the, the knowledge that all different kinds of people love to sail and that you don't have to be a millionaire to do it. Those two things in tandem drew us as, as younger individuals without a huge amount of disposable income uh, to the club. And it was something that I don't think either one of us will ever, ever regret doing. You know, the interesting thing you talk about, doesn't matter what you sail. We have a lot of people that belong here at the club that don't own a boat, don't want to own a boat, maybe never will own a boat, but they have a lot of experience and they crew with other people. So if anybody you know, listening, I don't know, we might have two other people that might actually listen to this, but you never know. But if, but you don't have to own a boat to come here to the club. And the cool part about it is nobody looks down on you. If somebody's got a, you know, a 15 footer out there and somebody's got a 55, it it doesn't matter. Like you said, because the principle's still the same. You got to catch the wind, you got to trim the sails and it, and it's still fun. And uh, so let's say I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot. You're a young, young people. They've now elected you Commodore. You could be joint Commodores. Just, this is a, one of those, <laughs> one, of those one of those theoretical questions, you know? <laughs> and, and so it's theoretically speaking, Got it. don't get panicked, Phil. I'm not trying to change the rules at the club because he'll listen and he'll, he'll send me anyways. Anyways. Oh, Phil so, Byrne. Yeah. He, he, he's high maintenance. I just think his wife is just such a nice person to have to put up with his weirdness. But anyways, um, you're allowed to laugh on the mic, Katie, because because <laughs> he's, he's got no problem. He, he's going he's to be with me next time anyways. So no, you guys are now the, you guys are now the Commodores. What would you want to start? What would you want to see happen to attract young people? Young people, I'm going to say, let's say young people are 40. I mean, it's arbitrary number, but let's say 40 and under people, 45 and under people. What would you, as a new Commodores, what would you want to institute you think would bring us a huge wave, not even a huge wave, but a wave of new people? I think that I just like, I guess in in my time of life, um, trying something new. Like getting out, get out of the ordinary and just go try it. And with sailing, it's it's something you can do with your family, like with different ages. I mean, and it's it, I think that would be that would be something to to reach out about. And also just be brave enough to stink at something. Ooh, I like that. I stink at lots of stuff. I'm taking piano lessons right now, and I tell you, I don't seem to be getting any better. But what do you stink at? <laughs> the list is far too long. Oh, okay. to address, <laughs> my uh, my uh, my draw to the club. I have I have uh, a couple suggestions. Yeah, go. So 
the first suggestion is no free booze. We can't do we, that's illegal. Right, not not free booze, uh, okay, but okay, figure okay. out a way to let me use my credit card at the booze shop. I'm telling you, it'll change <laughs> oh my, my life. And I, I already figured out a way how to do it. You know, see what you can do is you can sell you can sell gift cards, and I can pay for them with my credit cards. You don't get get hit over the head with the charges, and then I have a gift card that I can uh, can purchase booze with later on. And get, not that booze is important, but let's be honest, it is. So. When we're, when yeah, we're, but you know, you're not, you're not, I know you're not advocating people over drinking, but what you're saying is make it more convenient when people come to the club that they could pay for drinks and they could buy a round for the club. But, but I think you bring up a good point with the credit card. You know, you got to figure that is something that has been a, a challenge going back and forth and they are discussing. Um, so, uh, we just got off the gold standard here. We used to have to bring in a bar of gold. Now they finally take cash. So, you know, I'm just kidding. About that. <laughs> you got you to weigh it first. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> As a fool's gold because a bunch of pirates here. But no, I, I think that's that's an excellent idea. Um, it would be a, to just try to get some kind of a, a credit card. Anything else you can think of? Um, as far as drawing people. Uh, Young to, people. To, yeah. the, to the sport itself. Okay. Um, being, honestly, just getting folks out. um and having them be out on the water, uh, not just on the Ottawa River, which is great on Thursday nights, but out on on Lake Erie with a group of individuals um, for a trial sale. Hey, come on out, check this out, see what you think. And you get out there, you motor out, and you have you know two experienced sailors and and three or four newbies on board, and you're out there on a great day, and cut the engines and watch faces. Because when you cut engines and people are truly sailing for the first time, the rest of it takes care of itself because you'll see the people. You'll, you'll experience the attitude shift um, when you turn off the engines because when you start truly sailing and you're using the power of the wind, the rest of it takes care of itself. It will draw who you need because it's a, it's a life-changing experience and it might sound hokey, it might sound overly dramatic. I don't know. But for both of us at, at our age, when we were out there and the engines were cut, that was it. We're you know, it. I wish, I wish this is a time when I wish we had video because as you related that your wife lit, uh, she just lit up and she's smiling ear to ear because anybody who's ever sailed, um, and well, I'm getting goosebumps myself. <laughs> um, I, don't, I can't cry. No, I'm just kidding. Anybody, anybody who's ever sailed has had that experience. I was talking to, if you've ever seen the uh, totally silly movie, Captain Ron. No, oh, love. Okay. I think one of the scenes that they captured the best was when they shut the sails off, or excuse me, shut the engine off. And that engine, and finally that, that boat goes under sail. You're right. It's just, it's, it's, it's magical. And you think about too, is they've been doing this for centuries and centuries and centuries. And they went all over the world that way. And I have trouble just hitting the mark on the Ottawa river. I have trouble not hitting the mark on the Ottawa river. (laughs) So does Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Katie, you'll be on his list now too. I know. I'm not affiliated with her. Now I'm going to get another li- another note from the um, the people here that says, please do not say negative things about members of the board. It is not viewed positively by future members. That was Katie 
not Ted film. Anyways. <laughs> so tell, oh, Philburn. <laughs> so tell us, you said you have a boat. What, what kind of boat do you have? Tell us about your baby. That's your baby. Okay, do you do you want to take this one or shall I? Oh, let her, let her take yes. it. Because she's just going she's, crazy oh, over there. I just, you either got to answer or you got to go to the bathroom. I don't know which is, but you're dancing like crazy. <laughs> So she's a um, she's a Hunter 31 tall rig, um, 1987, and oh man, she's just streamlined and fast. Now she's she's um, she's got uh, what what is her um, depth? The uh, oh she she has a draft draft uh, that's yes. five six. Five, six. Okay. So it's um, you, you have explain, to watch where you're explain going. Explain what that means because. We may actually have one or two people who maybe are thinking about sailing that don't know what a draft is. That's not a beer. By the way, we do not have draft beer. This is not draft beer. Tell us what a draft is. <laughs> the uh, the draft is is basically the the depth of the water you require to keep going. In, in its simplest form, uh, the depth you need to be able to sail. Um, and there's obviously other technical issues you can get into, but that's basically what you're looking at. Okay. And so um, Lake Erie is, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is one of the shallower of the of the Great Lakes. That's correct. Um, and so when you look at the draft of a boat, um, if you're out in, in deep water, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, sometimes you'll you'll have different shaped keels and different shaped hulls. Um, but if you have a particularly deep keel in shallow water, then it, it matters a great deal. Um, and so because of the uh, the tall rig that we have, um, kind of a taller mast, a more sail area, um, we also have the deeper keel. And so it's a little bit of a challenge uh, from time to time getting around in and out of ports, uh, things like that. Because of our, our, our deeper draft, we draw more water. Um, but the, uh, the plus side of that is uh, we were out actually with, with Jan and Hank mm-hmm. um, and and on our trip back when we actually bought the boat. Okay. Uh, we were in Sandusky and we you sailed. You in Sandusky Bay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord, we Lord. Had to, we had to get it all. We had to get it back to oh, Curtis, Ohio, Anchor Point. I guarantee you that was an adventure in Sandusky Bay. So go ahead. Was, I've been there. It was great. Now, um, <laughs> just a, a quick, quick note. Uh, I'm partially color insufficient. So it's what they used to call colorblind. <laughs> Surprise, so, Hank. Yeah, so so Hank is <laughs> Hank is Hank looking at me and he's it. saying, no, the, the red and the green buoys. And they all look gray to me. So I have to be I have to be pretty close or have some good quality binoculars in order for me to tell what colors those are. So he's like, those just stay between those things. So I'm staying in the channel. I, I can hear this. I'm trying to stay in the channel and we're, we're going out. Um, the channel is a deeper area, either dredge or it's just a, a naturally deeper area of a bay or, or what have you. So I'm staying in the channel and we're having no issues coming out and we finally get out of the channel. We're into uh, the larger area of Lake of Lake Erie and uh, we cut the motor and the wind right then just picked up. And I, I, I love sailing and have for, for a long time now. And and so <laughs> we start to heal over and I don't make any course corrections at all. So we ended up healing over. Whew, 25 
degrees? <laughs> yeah. Did you put I the mean, rail in the water and wash the windows? Oh yeah, I was actually standing on the on the wall of the cockpit, and Jan and Hank are on the on the far side. They're on the high side. I've been with Jan; she's loving her. Oh, right she's now. Having, yeah. a <laughs> having a blast. Having a blast. We're sailing back, and uh, yeah. when we had that, it was like uh, the the reignition of uh, of our interest in sailing, like like it ever faded. But the the kind of the story of it was when I was much, much younger, when I was 13, 14, 15, I sailed off the coast of Venezuela and I wasn't anything special. I basically was a glorified food carrier and I just <laughs> carried food around on the boat, but it was uh it was a, it was a large three masted sailboat. And, uh, and so I loved it then. And then my wife and I went to Maine, Katie and I went to Maine, had a blast. Uh, her parents chartered a sailboat mm. and we, she fell in love and I was like, Oh, okay. And then, after we bought our boat, after the, the class had started, when we returned from our trip, uh, we're in the adult sailing class. We purchase a boat. We get Ken Sabin, who is a magician. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Isn't he out. a great man, too? He came out, <laughs> came out looked over the boat and, and said, OK, if you don't buy this, I will. And I was like, that's all the that's all the that's all the stuff I need to hear. You know, he says it every time <laughs> he looks at somebody's boat. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's why I'm sinking so much money. In this. Uh, no, no but, he's a wonderful man. And and that's the thing more. Anyways, go ahead. I know. it. No. OK, sorry. Um, but yeah, we uh, we we felt that heel over and, and we made it from Sandusky to Port Clinton before the weather turned. And then pulled in, and then we made it the the rest of the route uh, to Curtis, Ohio. But yeah, when it, when we cut the engines and we healed over that huge amount, it was just great. I'm standing on the wall of the cockpit, and oh my goodness, just it changed everything. And so if we can just have more people willing to try, just get them out there and try it, that's gonna that's gonna change the way people look at it when they find out it's not just a sport for those of enormous disposable incomes. It's a sport for everybody. Yeah. And you know, again, I wish, I wish somebody could see the smiles on your faces when you told that story. Cause that is, that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Have you been out with your boat without instructors yet? No. Um, no. the, the closest we've gotten, um, was, uh, when we put in to, uh, <laughs> the saddest day of the year when you, when you put your boat into the sling and then pull it Seriously, out. Seriously, I was I was kind of depressed. <laughs> oh, I still depressed. I, I know. Just, and then like, I got the bill for covering my boat and I'm more depressed. Yeah, but anyways, that's, right. that's true. <laughs> well, well I, we, we got out there and, and we were working on everything. Um, and the closest we came to being by ourselves was the day before we had to do that. Um, we looked up online and said, okay, what do we have to do? And Hankin said, hey, you need to take, take your sails down. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get everything set, taken care of, buttoned up for the winter. And I realized that in all the stuff that that my wife and I have done together, and she's far smarter than I am ever. <laughs> and so no. in all the stuff we've we've done together, we've never actually taken down sales. <laughs> I had the same thing last year. So, so there, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm, I'm tugging it. I look like an, an angry monkey with a hook because I'm just pulling at things going, I, I don't understand how Did this works. Did your wife poke you with a stick too? <laughs> she probably should have. It would have gone faster. Um, but we finally figured out how to loosen um, uh, the the uh, fitting on the mast and re remove everything. So we got all that down. And then the very next day at 8 a.m., the foggiest oh. day ever, Hank and Jan and um, and Dan uh, showed up and uh, helped us get it out. And, and so I in the foggiest day of the year, we had to back the boat out and we couldn't see two or three slips down the down the row. We couldn't see. And so we kind of had to guess where the hoist was to get the boat out. And so Hank's helping me out and uh, he's he's like, OK, just go ahead and back it out. So I back the boat out and 
Kate's up front trying to take care of stuff and, uh, and Jan's assisting and we back it out and Hank just leans over, gave me, <laughs> gave me great advice. He goes, okay, that was, that was really good. But, um, just remember if there was a boat next to you, we would have hit that by now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, duly noted. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then we just proceeded through the fog and, and took a guess at where the, uh, where the winch was. Yeah. 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 But you know, if anybody's listening, you notice all the names that came up of people that just jumped in to help people. Oh yes, there's not just one or two people here, and there's a lot of people. I got to tell you, after you do your first sail without your instructor, we'll have to have you back because I got to tell you, um, my first couple sails without an instructor were were not really good. <laughs> I had I had my wife with me, and uh, the first time we went out. Because I said, uh, I was waiting on getting in class and I said, hey, listen, can you, um, somebody show me how to put these sails up. I'm like, how hard can this be, man? You just, just sail the boat. So, so I put this, they show me, I'm like, okay. So I get the wife on the boat. We go out there. Boat does nothing. It's not moving. It's not going anywhere. So my wife's like, maybe it's broken. No, it's not (laughs) broken. What about these holes? Those are for reefing. Those aren't, and it wouldn't do anything. So, because I was trying to sail it with not well traveler, and, and those of you, some people might not know what that is. So I'm like, fine. So we went back in. So we did get it then to go out by ourselves. So we're out sailing. We sailed from the the intake. Uh, some people call it the crib. You'll hear a lot of people call it the crib over to the the lighthouse and back. And actually went the opposite direction because I had my boat somewhere else. And so we're going, man. And we were hauling the boat. Oh man, we feel so good, you know. So I took the sail down. And, uh, the, one of the lines I, I fell over the side and I was like, ah, oh, crap. So I, I couldn't get the sail in. So I got the sail in. I started the motor up. Well, one of them was still in the water. So it ate it up. So now it's in, it's in the water and we're drifting towards the Island where the lighthouse is. Now, now the problem is when you're a new boater, you're hyper-focused on the problem, not on some solutions. Because had I had some common sense, I would have just like dropped the anchor and waited on help. I'm just like, oh, we're going to hit the island. My wife's like, we're going to hit the island. And, and anyways, we didn't hit the island. So they came out. And and by the way, I got boat insurance. And I'm really glad I did. They cut They cut the line away. And as soon as the guy left, I went down below and threw up. Cause I do get, I do get motion sick. I still take. So anyways, but that was, that was our, so I said to my wife, I go, so would you go sailing again? You shouldn't ask me now. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, she did go again. So, um, we had a, we had a good, very, very good time and you're right. It's, it's a very, very magical thing. Um, so you're looking forward to next year. I would say oh, more, yes. more than we can imagine. Okay. Uh, it's, okay. uh, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, this year, we're putting a cover on the boat, um, and uh, I I took a, a diesel mechanics class with Hank. Actually, um, we have an inboard, so it means the engine is actually on on board the boat. Um, it's not uh, hanging over the side, and so we have an inboard engine, um, and it's uh, it's a diesel. And I know absolutely nothing about that at all. So we uh, we took a diesel mechanics class. Um, in addition to the sailing class, and then uh, I started researching, you know, fiberglass repair and and chatting with the folks at Jolly Roger, um, who are far more educated than I will ever be, um, and uh, and we're just this entire winter is all enjoying the research and the process of fixing a boat, and 
when we drop it in the water, we're going to get it in as early as we possibly can next year. Um, because our dream, and it has been since we started this process, has been for her and I to uh, grab the puppy and uh, get on the boat, head for the islands, and spend a night on board the boat over in the islands. Um, and uh, that's the goal for next year. Hey, yeah, tell me, where, where do you dock your boat? Uh, we're over at uh, at Anchor Point. My wife is fond of saying that uh, we're, we're not docked so much as uh, as sailing in the sky right now. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're at we're at Anchor Point. Um, it's been really great. I think Neil's over there, he and is, then yeah. right next door at Mankey, there's so many Jolly Roger there are. folks. So mm-hmm. um, and the, both of those are a great place to be. Yeah, like and then um, we got uh, Boat US with uh, <laughs> uh, Vern. Yeah. Oh, you know Vern too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> on, our, on our final trip back from from Port Clinton to uh, get to Curtis, Ohio, and, and Anchor Point, we left when the water was high enough. Uh-huh. We arrived when it wasn't, and so <laughs> we're 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 in, and and Hank has me slow way down. So we're we're have the motor on, engine I should say, and we got the engine on. We're we're coming in, and I'm in the channel. Everything's going great, and then. It just, it just stops. Isn't that a bad feeling? Yeah, especially uh, yeah, it, on that boat. I just, all I could hear in my head was somebody going, should have got a shallower draft. So they, we called the oh, boat. I thought it was going to be like, should have bought a squirrel from that movie. You should ever see that yeah, movie? Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> oh, yes, oh my goodness. Rat Race. Yeah, Rat Race is the name of the movie. And, and Kathy Bates is the one that says it. Or has it just, just makes me happy. Um, but uh, but yeah, we're, we're coming in and they said, okay, well, you're, you're probably going to have to be towed in. And I thought, okay, no big deal. I understand the concept of towing. I do not understand the concept of towing. <laughs> um, they showed up and because of our draft and the, it was the extremely low water levels this year, um, they couldn't just tow me. They had to uh, heal me. So they put a rope on the Did boat. Did they give you a biscuit after they healed you? I, or, I, I mean, felt like they should have. I would have okay, followed them anywhere yeah, at that okay. point. Okay. So um, they you pulled, literally did. You know? yeah, I, did. I, had, I had no choice. Um, they healed us all the way over and and to the point where uh, the rails are, are near the water. Oh, because Jan's over there smiling now. I know. It's so that. funny. And so they're they're towing us in, healed over like, like, you know, it had to be 30 degrees. It was a lot. Um, to clear the, clear the mud and next year shouldn't be as much of an issue. Um, cause they're, they're doing some dredging and things like that, but it was, uh, it was definitely a new experience. <laughs> I was like, I was interesting. You're talking your healing story. It was like a fish story. It started with, you know, the fish was like four inches. And then next thing you know, he started with like maybe a 30 degree heel. And by the time he was done, it was laying completely on its side and I could just imagine the mass sticking out and you know taking out other boaters as they went down but but yeah you know it's not a good thing let me just say this you don't want to know the name of the boat US guy because that means you called him too many times (laughs) (laughs) but he's a worthwhile man I'm telling you I know did he have his dog with him no he had his son with him okay all right all right yeah there's one of them has a dog the time I puked it was the dog that was there and yeah, yeah. Anyways, it should they should have left it for me for comfort. But anyways, <laughs> well, hey, I want to thank you guys for coming and talking to us. I think if anything, um, anybody listening can hear we had a good time. But this is what happens here. This is very natural. Our members all get along. Um, I don't care if you're we have a member. It's as young as uh, I think a 12 year old that's here a lot. 
and he's accepted as one of the members. They love kids here. So if anybody's thinking of a place, we have a junior sailing program in the summer. We'll talk about that another time. And your kids are welcome here. Um, like, like we said, this is a sailing club and the people here like to sail first. That's why we're not open every day because most people are out on their boat. But I will also say that anybody here would be willing to take you on their boat because they love taking new people because they give them the scrubby jobs. No, they just, they just love taking. <laughs> so, you know, thank you very much for coming in. Thank and, you. um, I got, I'm going to have you back after you do your first solo sale because <laughs> I want to see what happened. Yours will probably be successful though, because you guys have had a lot of experience. I don't know about that. I, I, my, as, as long as my wife is directing me, I think we'll, <laughs> oh, I think no. we'll be okay. If it's up to me, I, pfft. We'll never get home. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for coming. Such Thank a pleasure. You Thank so you so much. much. <laughs>